The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I just feel my breathe. I just feel my shine. you're listening to Taco Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is a discussional podcast episode where we talk about the news that seems important to us because it's important to you and it's important to us. And then we dive into our community. We ask some great questions from our community members and then say goodbye to everybody. So how's it going, Chris? How has it been? Is it getting better at least? Yeah. Excited for the, the, the holiday seasons. Yes. Your belly's nice and full from turkeys and oh stuff. My. Gosh, I got a sugar rush from all that crazy. It's going to be a lot of working out this next week. Yeah? You that. think? <laughs> There's going to be some catching up to do. But I, I, I think I gained a pound or two. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. I probably got about checking. 20. Yes. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll be a lot of catching up. But um, that's how we all kind of see it coming when it comes around the corner. It's like, oh, well, you either do it and go all out or you just, or you just don't. And then you're miserable and everybody else is happy. Well, I was good for two two years, so I mean, there you go. I allowed myself one year. There you go, T- to fatten ourselves up. That's how it's all about. Anything else? Anything exciting around? Not really. No, not, not I don't really have anything to talk about. That's not in our list, so I'll get eventually to most <laughs> of the stuff that we're talking about. Uh, I guess we can get I, that I, out I of the way. I get another chance. I since since how you're going to come fin, around, fin, yes. go. <laughs> I I got a chance to get my girl tomorrow. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I had another shot at shooting to, uh, shooting Doji, and I did not get her again. So no assassin now Yuki, unfortunately. But in my one ten roll that I shot for her, I managed to get um, Nidokris, and she's a cute little girl. So <laughs> she just got a cute face to her. And then once you ascend her, she's got uh, the under under boob thing going on. So that's that's a thing too. So. <laughs> She's got she's got a lot going well, there that did, I appreciate. Did you see how many how many how many chances I'm gonna get? I've got 35 summon tickets, and I've got 150 some odd uh, 
uh, courts. So you got a good chance there. I got a good chance. Good chance, sir. I'm, I'm rooting for you. I, I, I guess so. that's the thing that I'm I'm a little bit different than most people. It's like I want people to get <laughs> servants so they don't complain at me. I hate this guy. Okay, get your damn servants so you can stop hating it in front of me. <laughs> no, I'm going to be miserable next week because we have Ishtar coming out, and that is that is crazy. Literally. When this posts, it's going to be like a day later. We will have Ishtar hit along with, you know, Saber, or not Saber, uh, Jean d'Arc, Alter, Lily is going to come out along with the Christmas event. And then Ishtar is going to come with that. And I'm on the same boat as, and I think I have 180 quarts. You got 100. So you're, you're, you're a little better than I am because you have like literally another 10 rolling tickets. Yeah, no. No, I have three tin rolls in tickets. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm counting his quartz. I don't know why. It's, yes, you, you technically have three tin shots. Mm-hmm. Three, three and a half tin shots. I mean, I've got five tin, sh- tin shots on the quartz. I'm rooting for you. So I've got a total of 80 pools. If I, if I don't get her, I'm going to be really, really disappointed. I'm, I'm struggling because it's like I love, I love Rintasaka. I don't like the whole huge bow thing. Like, when it comes to Ariska Goal, I think it's her other one, I'm going to be, that's going to be painful. I, I will have to have that version of her. But the the Archer version of her, I like Rintasaka, but I don't like the gigantic bow thing. So, I might be able to walk away if I spend too much, <laughs> but it's still going to be painful like usual, where you go so far and then you, you want it at that point, and it sucks. I just hope I just hope it's a it's a one shot. I don't have to I don't have to 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 put any more money in. I'm 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 done with the money on this game right now. I have to say though, I am very happy that that event is happening like literally this next week because I was afraid they were. Everybody was speculating it would be like the fifteenth to the twenty fifth or something like that, like during Christmas, and it's like I'm literally traveling. <laughs> I'm gonna be somewhere else during that time. <laughs> I don't have time to because the thing with the Christmas event is the boxes. And so I'm going to be hitting that real hard with apples to get those boxes because I'm I'm hurting on the the job coin thing, majiggies, the one for skills. Yeah. I'm like really bad on that stuff. So I am going to farm the hell out of this Christmas event. And so I hope I have Ishtar with me the entire time. Otherwise, I'm going to be seeing Ishtar every time I go to the shop. <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be John Alter. Uh, that's that's probably the, the one shop. thing that that I probably don't have much of a problem with, seeing as how I have a bad habit of not messing with you need to do the skills your i hate using your characters because your skills suck like they don't do crap their their cooldowns i don't know which ones to do so i any character that's good that's what i said (laughs) you can you're more than welcome to come in here and mess with whatever you want you i think at some point free reigns to do whatever you want i think at some point i was doing an event and i was like i kept having to use a character and i literally went over and i stole it and i went you're leveling up your skills. You're leveling up your skills. <laughs> I see some of them being skilled up here and there, so because <laughs> I probably skill them up. But yes, that's gonna be exciting. Um, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to getting Lily John. Definitely, she's adorable. Um, I'm looking. I I hope I pull uh, Ishtar. I hope it's another Saber Squatoria thing where like I was afraid of it and then I freaking MP5 would her because I couldn't stop pulling her. But I know it's yeah, not Yeah, you be. somehow got I, lucky on that I one. I got way too lucky. I'm scared. I think I use all my luck there. Because I never did get uh, Martha Ruler. I kept right. going after her. That's mm-hmm. that's when I finally got her uh, MP5. Well, that's one of the things that I'm kind of open for, is while I'm trying to get Ilya, I'll probably... I might accidentally pick up a couple of the other ones that I've been 
That's kind of the nice thing. That's like with me when I skipped, I skipped like four banners at some point. It was after the summer event. I just skipped all the banners after that. And so then, yeah, like I got uh, uh, Nidocris. I never rolled on that banner. So it's it's nice to have the non-limited servers to skip those ones because eventually you'll get them. They'll eventually pop. Like, like I'm, I'm still hoping stuff. for Fran. I'm still desperately hoping for Fran. Is it going to hurt your feelings that Fran was the other one that I got besides Nino Chris while I was going for shooting Toshi? <laughs> no, you already had does Fran. It, so. Does it make it better that I had to burn her because she's MP5? Already? Oh, now that hurts. That hurts bad. You'll probably get back at me next summer once there's Saber version of her, and I want her badly in her Saber form. <laughs> no, I always end up getting all of Andrew's Sabers. Is that what it is? All of your Sabers? There you go. Fran's Saber. She's going to be all yours. I want her. I want her summer version. The next summer is going to well, suck because I didn't, that it has... was another one that I didn't get. I didn't get. Um, I didn't get. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get her, and she that I wanted her so bad that 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 made me mad too. It's one of those things where I wish that you could give service to other people, like like have a link system so you don't you don't sell them or anything like that. But yeah. So if I get a duplicate, I can just throw it to Chris. Yeah, maybe I have mean, like a crazy selling ring going on. They would make no money out of it, so they would never true. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, next summer is going to suck because you have Nero, Nero Caster, and that one she's like insanely overpowered. And then you have yeah, Saber Frank. It's going to be real painful. Do you it know never if they, you never know if the the summer event next year will have them repeat? They will. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they just do them side by side or something like that. They they make a lot of the money then. They make a lot of money. <laughs> I could have continued to make a lot of it. And it looks like the, the recent uh, little f- uh, thing at Anime New York, I think it was, they did a little panel there and there was a lot of positivity coming out of that event because they were talking about how they're going to be more vocal and more connected to the community, which is great. And I, and I, respect, I respect when they were talking about the reason why they don't speak out on their, their Twitter and stuff like that is because they literally can't speak out of line. Like, uh, DW does not want them to speak out of line. They don't want to just... Because I guess China or something, they said something about how China, uh, they did this whole thing where they were um, they were saying that if you didn't log on, their servants were going to believe them or something like that. And that really made Japan really angry. <laughs> like, oh gosh. you cannot say that. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they're they they're a little bit, they're a little bit stressful about what they can say and can't say. So, I guess it's enough fake go talk because I know that's probably not interesting to some people. <laughs> so, I can move on. Uh, we have a ton of news to go through, and then hopefully some good questions in our community. And um, if there's nothing else you want to talk about, then we can move on. All right, let's do okay. it. All right. We have our first bit of news. There was a really cool little thing that happened sometime, uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it wasn't too far back. They had a uh, trailer release on, well, i seen on Twitter, kind of popped up there for the new Detective Pikachu movie that is coming out. And I know that they they had the the game. I don't remember if they ever actually brought it over here. Everybody was kind of joking about the fact that they should get Danny DeVito to to voice the Detective Pikachu. I have to say, when I when I clicked on that trailer when it was on Twitter, I was like, "This is gonna be stupid, isn't it?" I actually got pretty hyped. Like, I don't know if it's just because they pull I... off trailers so well. I actually I got pretty hyped about it. I was like, everything here is working good. I, I I was I was like because we just just watched it just before and I because I had I hadn't seen it yet and I I, I wanted to get a everybody's been going on about Danny DeVito's voice in in De- Detective Pikachu and so I was like 
right, I got to hear this. I want to hear what what they actually chose for this. And and as I, as I was watching it, I I, I slowly kind of it won me over somehow. I, and it's it's the weirdest thing. I don't know. I think what it is is I kind of want to see a world with Pokemon in it. <laughs> yeah, they kind of hint in the trailer that you know. They they were saying you sh- I wanted to become a Pokemon trainer. So they do actually have people in this world that are trainers, and they go out there and they comp- I'm assuming they're going to compete in that little arena they were showing at some point in the trailer. So they do have people that have Pokemons that they train and they fight each other. And then it's like a normal world setting. Everybody's you know people at the shops, and there's a guy that's he's he's a detective and stuff like that. So there's there's people doing normal jobs, and then there are people that are Pokemon trainers in this world. So it is. It is cool that they managed to mesh those two worlds together because it's something that you should think would never work. And it could totally not work. Like, it could, this could totally just be they did an awesome job on a trailer and the actual show sucks or the movie actually sucks, but it, it worked. It, they, they pulled off a lot of it. So I'm, I'm hoping that they actually managed to make a really fun little movie out of it. I wasn't too thrilled on the actual game itself, so wasn't a heartbreak to me but I, I i think the show looks or the movie itself looks pretty cool and they yeah, they do kind of have that creepy cgi look to it but it it kind of worked for me so yeah except for the mine i, I do agree the mine kind of looks creepy <laughs> 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 but i think he's supposed to be creepy <laughs> it looks like psyduck gets a nice little blast out there get some psy some psy super uh psychic attack thing going on there so that's that's a that's a natural staple in in the not actually canon to the game world of a Pokemon animation thing. So yeah, it looks cool. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty hyped about it, and I I'm surprised that I'm hyped about it. So says debuting in the United States on May 10th. So next year, not too far away. But yeah, I do think it would probably have been funny if it had Danny DeVito's voice. <laughs> <laughs> just it did just works. That would be funny. Let's move on to it, and we got. Uh, Katsuhiro Otomo, who is, of course, the guy that did Akira, says he's continuing work on manga. They had an interview that they had uh, done with uh, Shogakukan's big comic magazine. And in there, he basically stated that he is, uh, said, uh, and when he's asked if he's got any new manga, he said there is a work that he's working on, and it's going to be a full-length one, um, and it's uh, a secret, so... At least we know that he's working on something, and it's supposed to be something full length. It's not going to be like a one shot or anything like that. So if you are a fan of Akira and um, a fan of his work, definitely keep an eye out for him because apparently he's going to be working on something new. Are you? Are you? Mm, I'm mixed. I don't. I don't remember if I ever asked you. I don't know if I ever gotten a conversation to you with you about Akira. Are you higher on Akira? I'm. I'm. I'm medium on on Akira. I, I i think it was uh ahead of its time for when it was mm-hmm. um but yeah i i i would love to see what he would do yeah that's for sure the movie was one of those ones where when i watched it yeah it was an animation masterpiece like you watched that and it was like holy crap animation can do this <laughs> something not disney it's very violent and something from another country uh the sound quality was amazing it, it made the hairs on my on the back of my neck just stand up when i heard him like scream in the middle of the city and things blowing up and windows are shattering it was just it was ahead of its time but i do agree looking back on it the movie itself had kind of a really fumbly ending to it but it was still cool and just 
the setting that the world that it kind of built. And so that's why I ended up getting the whole entire manga set so I can go through and actually see like where all he went with it. Cause apparently it, it goes in a, like a, it's a completely different direction once it gets to the point where, um, you know, he's going off to kill, um, Tetsuo and stuff. So I'm curious to see what else is in his mind and that story until then. All I can really say is what was the build up to the movie, which is kind of not, I can't say that I think his work is amazing because I haven't really seen where he really goes with it, uh, so to speak. So, we'll see. Moving forward, we have Grisaya Phantom Trigger Anime is to get theatrical screenings in spring. Uh, of course, the first two episodes of this series is supposed to be slated to release sometime this year simultaneously. And uh, the region free Blu rays are supposed to ship sometime in December, which technically is like around the corner, so I'm not sure if they're actually going to pull that off. Unless people have got them already. I, I didn't really back it, so I don't know when they're shipping. So if you are looking forward to Phantom Trigger, definitely look forward to it's a one of those screen. things that I really, I really want to get through a lot of it. But yeah, that, that I mean, just just knowing that one branch is like. 30 40 hours and there's like 10 branches in each one of these games <laughs> yeah it's it's you've got a lot of content to go through <laughs> eventually i'll get back to the fruticosia series and finish all those arcs in the visual novel i got i got partly through one of them and then kind of got sidetracked as usual as that works yep <sighs> we're hopeless but I'm, I'm glad for the people that backed it i'm glad they're they're getting stuff and i'm glad that it's it's a successful kickstart even though we don't particularly like that idea. It happens anyways. Uh, we have Crunchyroll is to publish the Bungo Stray Dogs Tales of Lost smartphone game. I seen this news article and I was like, oh, well, that makes sense because they're spamming about it on the Twitter feed. So obviously because they're actually going to be publishing it. So there you go. Look forward to... Uh, um, I don't know what kind of game this is. I'm assuming it's going to be a Husbando collecting game. I'm not it's sure what kind of free to play mobile bubble shooter. No, is it a bubble shooter? Mobile shooter RPG. Well, we'll see how well they do this censorship. <laughs> do you think they'll censor these boys? They censor the crap out of the girls and the other one. Are they going to take out features on this one too? I'm being mean. I know. I don't need to look this up. No, I don't need to look it up. I'm assuming it's going to be something like monster. Maybe the the monster strike. Maybe. I don't know. I've never heard of a m- bubble shooter. I, I, I'm automatically thinking of um, uh, the Bubble Bobble game, not that, not Bubble Bobble, well, yeah, that's, but that's the one where they're shooting the bubbles at the top and making it bounce around. That's, that's technically what the, uh, oops, I guess I, I can click on the one that says gameplay. That's technically what the Monster Strike game is. It's kind of like them selecting them and they, they, different ones, and different ones will shoot up in different ways and attack different targets and then they can have different attributes to them, so... That is basically yep. bubble <laughs> or uh, bust a groove, bust, bust a move, bust a move, move. Yep. bust a move. Yeah, and they have the characters at the top with their HP bars. So yeah, that's cool. But is there head padding? That's the question. There has to be head padding. And they have the little room setup thing, like the they like the Idol Master ones and stuff have. So there you go, bust a move with Idol Master type rooms and stuff. Cool stuff. Definitely look forward to that if you're into Bungle Stray Dogs. Get your, get your husbandos and your bubble bashing fix. 
Unfortunately, something. I'm probably going to pass on this one. What? I've already got two games, and I'm <laughs> I'm good with that. I'm pretty I'm pretty settled on two now. It's like I keep saying games pop up. I'm like like everybody's big on that seven one right now. What's that called? Something seven. Everybody's really big on that one right now, and I'm like. No, I'm good. I don't need another one. And uh, what was it? There was another big one that we're talking about, which which is the. It looks like worms. Remember the worms game where they had different attacks and they would shoot and mm-hmm. at angles. I was like, oh my gosh, I want that. I loved worms back in the day, and now I could have worms with waifus. That's like perfect for me. No, wait, no, I don't want another game. Leave me alone. I don't want more games. With waifus? Wait, 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 wait. wait, Worms with waifus. (laughs) It's literally worms with waifus. What is this one called? Um, I'm looking up the other one right now. It's seven... What's it called? Because everybody in my feed that played any other game, like Fate Go and and Alchemist Code, are all starting to play this game. It's like, oh, gosh, turn off. Epic Seven. Epic Seven, yeah. I, I, it looks like everybody got bored of Azure Lane really quickly, so I'm like, good. Next stop, talk about Azure Lane. There's still there's still a few hang-ons for that one, but most people kind of give up on that one. It was a Korean game too, the or Chinese game or something like that. Is this this Worms game, Dream Raider Project? I'm guessing that's the name of it. But yeah, it literally is literally is Worms with with uh, with waifus, and it, that's that's the annoying thing. It's like it's just. It's just incredible artwork. <laughs> that's what drives all these things. Is just incredible <laughs> artwork. But I think that's the thing that always has me hanging on with Fake Grand Order. Is like even though the 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 rates suck. Yes, I agree. They suck. Uh, at least the characters. Like there's so much to them that I want to dive into. Whereas these other games, it's like it's just it's just cute artwork. I agree. Very very cute artwork. But it's just cute artwork. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that. I wish I could remember what the original worms was called it was it was like the mother of all games or something like that it was just, it was a tank uh game and they would and the tanks would shoot at each other well the original and, original was literally just a trebuchet and it was this this game where you just shot from one end to the other with this trebuchet and it was just about angles but that one was uh huh there was a really really old game on like the original like i think it was a mac computer back then and it was just a it was just a a single shot trebuchet and you were just trying to hit the other target in different locations. I don't know about the tank one. Yeah. Fun stuff. Totally sidetracked. Back to the point. <laughs> uh, speaking of waifus, uh, not, not really. Uh, Eevee is now starring in an official Pokemon Tomagotchi gadget. So yeah, if you, if you were a big fan of Tomagotchi back in the day, I wonder how many people listening to this remember what Tomagotchi is or even had them back in the day. Because it was like that was like literally my childhood. So you you'd you'd have to be pretty decently old. <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, one of our uh, Sega girls had one too. <laughs> so awesome! <laughs> oh, Zombieland Saga is so great, and I think it's just perfectly timed because apparently they had some kind of collaboration, maybe going with Zombieland Saga, where you can have uh, uh, just to get people hyped up about Tamagotchis again. Like, oh yeah, I remember those. Oh wait, there's new ones coming out. No, I know they were talking about bringing the Tamagotchis back like quite a while back, maybe about a year ago. I heard them talking about bringing them back. Um, the, but this is kind of interesting the, they're doing a, little cro- a crossover with, with Pokemon. The app didn't work for me at all. Oh no, I, you would have to. It, this is, that was it. It's this little small thing and it pooping and dying from diseases because you didn't clean up fast enough. But yeah, they have all the different evolutions and stuff. So if you're if you're a fan of Tamagotchis or if you're a fan of just Eevee yourself, so you can you can check that out. Really cool. If it comes over here, 
I, it's one of those games where you can technically, I think we had back in the day, I had a Japanese one, and it was just fine. You, it's not much, not very complicated. <laughs> Each of the buttons do a different thing. Feed it, clean up poop. Yeah. Moving forward, we have uh, Unhappy is going to be unhappy because it's it's ending. So anybody that is currently keeping up with the uh, actual manga, it is supposed to come to its conclusion in its uh, last volume, which is releasing on January 12th. So 10th volume will be the conclusion of Unhappy. Are you sad? Are you checking out the manga yet? Are you going to think, are you, are you, are you no, digital was... downloading it? I was trying to see if this if we were talking about the same thing. Oh no, that's that's way too recent. Um, like I said, it was this was like way back, like the first computer I ever had at school had this this game in it. This was like back when I was a kid. <laughs> it looks similar. It does look similar. It was the game that that uh, well, I don't remember. <laughs> it looks similar though, yeah. I just don't remember it being a tank. You said tank, and I was thinking tank moving around. Well, it, and when looking at the little pixel art, it, it could have been a <laughs> trebuchet. A I mean, it we're talking a, about pixels. It could so. be anything. <laughs> it probably is the same thing. Uh, but no, uh, unhappy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I, I would have loved to have uh, read the manga. I think it's coming out over here. Yeah, Yimpress, I think, has it. So, yeah, you could, you could pick up the... You could pick up the thing and continue on that terrible... <laughs> Would it be the same having the Timothy 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 on? Yeah, the... we're not gonna have Timo Timo Timo. <laughs> you don't have the rap singing on there unless it unless it comes with an OST or something like that. It could. It could. It could. T T T Timo T. Timothy 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 Timothy. this one's tearing me up so bad. Anaplex of America has released the English dub trailer for "I Want to Eat Your Pancreas," and yes, they have stuck with the title. I want to eat your pancreas, which I think is awesome because I don't think they should have changed that, even if it does sound weird. Um, it is the title of it. Uh, and yes, I do absolutely hate this movie already because it is not going to be fun. It, it does, none of this sounds fun at all to me. Um, and it's releasing on February 19th. I'm going to let Chris listen to the trailer. He's got. I don't know if he played this yet. It's going to suck, isn't it? It's going to be brutal. It's going to suck. It's going to suck so bad. <laughs> okay, let's 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 place that in a little bit of a better way of saying it. It's going to be brutal, Andrew. It's it, No, it's, it's going to suck. It's going to suck in a good way. I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just said it's going to suck. <laughs> it's going to make me It's going to make you cry. It's going to make me very sad. <laughs> it's like how It's one of those things is like, "Hey, you're about to walk into a saw blade. Hey, just to let you know, the saw blade is going to hit you in the face. <laughs> it hits you in the face. Are you sad? You did it. You knew it was coming. You knew the saw blade was there, and you knew you were walking into it. You shouldn't be upset that you are now bleeding and hurting. Uh, yeah, that one's going to... It screams that it's going to tear me apart, and that is... Uh, I can't wait for another year when we get it on Blu-ray, because not like it's going to air anywhere here. Yeah, it's going to air on February of 2019, so... Uh, this is one of those things, like, everybody... The constant question of, like, have you guys watched this yet? Or are you guys going to watch this in theaters? And it's like, why don't you watch it in theaters? It's like, okay, let's let's get this right. February 2019 literally is when my job picks up. The idea of Andrew leaving to go to see a screening of this is unheard of because I will be working overtime during February of 2019. That's just how my job is, so... 
Um, for me, it does not work, especially in that time of the season. Maybe if it was like around this time of the season, I could possibly work something out, but that's like the worst time. That's like cons. That's in summer. I literally work way too many hours in summer because my job is a seasonal job. So <sighs> I wish one of these days I'll have more freedom and then I could do things like that. When I become the boss, then it's all over at that point. We're, we're, we're working on it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Fall, things will fall apart. <laughs> Where's yeah? He's at a con again. And everything's blowing up. Where is the, our boss at? Yeah, it ain't gonna work out. Anyways, moving forward. Minaria Friends. Yeah, you remember that show, Minaria Friends, that Mappa was gonna do at some point? It was supposed to be some kind of weird pseudo sequel or side story based off of Rage of Bahamut. I uh, thought we got that. We were all excited. No, we never got that. What are you talking? <laughs> we got two. We got we got Rage of Bahamut. We got Rage of Bahamut. Uh, what was it called? Something Souls. Yeah. See uh, that, that Vir- uh, Virgin, Virgin Soul. Yeah. yeah. You see, and that's, that's are, the thing. Yeah, is that I thought that. That, that that got that replaced this. It, no, it was, it was really weird. It, it was in a no. weird time. No, I, I wasn't paying great attention. You're not. I, I just thought that it was it was it it was the same show, no. but it wasn't the same. It was a confusing time. I no. said that. And why do you keep saying no? It wasn't confusing. <laughs> It's confusing now. Yes, because I remember. I remember it when 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 we said Virgin Souls. I said I thought it was going to be a Yuri thing, and I I seem to remember you saying I thought it was going to be a Yuri thing too. It was 2016. This was announced. <laughs> We're going on three years now that this was announced. Uh, they basically it was a confusing time. It was, Andrew was confused too. <laughs> yeah, it was it was right after Rage of Bahamut. We were like really high on Rage of Bahamut, so it was like cool. There's more stuff coming, and they announced this one, and they were like, "Yeah, but we might see if Psy Games is going to make this new company that's going to be its own studio, and they're going to make it themselves." And then it like went silent, and then they kind of said they canceled it. Well, now it's, apparently it's coming back. Uh, Psy Games, their own studio, is now doing it. It's not going to be Studio Hibari. Uh, they are doing, it's going to be a short, unfortunately. I don't know if they said there was going to be a short back then. I think it's a short. It was not going to be a short back then. But anyways, uh, that's kicking off in January 2019. So it is coming. It is going to be called, uh, Mysteria Friends. I don't know why they chose that name, but they're friends. So there, that works. Maybe they're trying to go for the whole Tamadachi or the, the Tamagotchi kimono, thing is still kimono friend. No? Or... Oh, I don't know. So yeah, that's, that's coming. So. Be excited. We'll see. We'll see what the... I'm not sure if Psy Games Studios has done anything yet. So I guess we can see if they're going to be able to pull off anything cool. Uh, looks like so far all they have done is assistance and second practicing. key animation. They've been practicing. Yeah, they, they help with uh, After the Rain, Ancient Magus's Bride, Garo Vanishing Lion. So they've been helping out uh, Mappa. Uh, they even worked a little bit on uh, March Comes in Like a Lion as key, second key animation too. So that's cool. They've been, they've been yeah, definitely practicing. Cool stuff. We'll see. We'll see how well they do. I I like the artwork back then, so I'm excited for it just based off the artwork. I mean, technically, Raider Bahamut has really great character designs. So oh, yeah. I'd like to see more of those characters. We we got we got a pretty cool little look into like the heavens and the, the demons and stuff like that. So we did get quite a bit of the characters with the Raider Bahamut series. So it'll, like I said, it'd be cool to see more of them. Um, like I don't even think we've even seen uh, the girl that I have the, the figure of. Sentai Filmworks has licensed that Monaria Friends, by the way, so that's cool. Apparently, it's already got a license. Sentai Filmworks also announced or also released a trailer for its dubcasts. 
So um, they have Land Illustrious and Girls Last Tour. Both of those ones you can already pre-order the series, but they now have a trailer out there. So if you wanna, if you're curious about the dub, you can check that out. I watched both the dubs. They sounded pretty good. Were those were those uh, Sentai owned them or uh, Crunchyroll had them? Which ones? Uh, these two, Land Illustrious and Girls Last Tour. Well, they were both Sentai because they had them both on uh, Amazon. Right. So, but yeah, they. Uh, I, like I said, I listened to both the, the dubs, trailers for Land Illustrious and Girls Last Tour, and they sounded really good, and I thought they were pretty solid. I think the only thing that I really have a kind of a shrug on is probably, uh, I forget what her name is, the the more weird, ditzy girl from Girls Last Tour. I didn't, I'm not sure if they really pulled her Beauty. off very well, but um, it was it was all right. I liked them. I'm really excited about the Land of Illustrious. I kind of am still struggling over wanting to get the really gorgeous-looking steelbook release they're doing for Land of Illustrious for their first releases or their first presses. Um, but it's very expensive. I'm not sure if I want to pay 80 bucks for a steelbook. I almost kind of like to watch that in Blu-ray. Oh, I want to. I am. I will. I will get the Blu-ray. My thing is, is I'm not sure if I'm willing to pay 80 dollars for a steelbook. <laughs> I love steelbooks, and it's a gorgeous-looking steelbook. I'm not sure if I want to. Uh, pay eighty dollars for a still book. It's my thing. So hopefully it'll it'll go on sale and I can grab it then. Is there any solid figures for that show? Yes, there's some figures out there. I think uh, Gizmo Company did some actually. I was kind of I was kind of mixed on the figures themselves. I, I mean, they do definitely capture. I, my thing is, I I love the artistry of Land Illustrious. I'm not sure about having a figure of one is my thing. So that's my only misgiving. Then on. then no, there's no good solid figures. No, I mean it. They, they Good Smile Company captured it, and Good Smile Company. If anybody's going to capture it, it's going to be them. It's just I'm not me personally. Their character designs I'm not really huge on, but I do appreciate the artistry of it. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Is that that that. I think that if they if they were done right, they would they would pull off some really amazing picture uh, uh, figures. But they've got to actually pull that off. I mean, you're you're talking well, about gemstones, which that could make those look really amazing. So the 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 problem with the the good smell come or good smell company one is really in the fact that um, it's not very elaborate. And I mean, you could have something like say. The moment that she's kind of uh, balled herself up in the gold would have been like an amazing one to kind of capture. What they do instead, her jumping. And yeah, one of her arms is kind of look a fight a little bit. Um, they even had um, Anthracite. And it's just, yeah, her shattered. But yeah, it's the one where she's actually saying, telling her to shh. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, see, the, the gym isn't, the gyms aren't actually. <laughs> You, the, the problem the is, is it, it looks too plastic to me it looks plastic well no the, the problem really is is that the hair is you can see the, the head underneath it and the head is still the original color the skin tone it looks like her her head her scalp has been skin toned which the characters themselves their skin is colored their actual selves is the gemstone color their body they're painting on the skin so why would they go underneath their scalp, their hair, and paint their scalp to be skin tone? Yeah, even her, you can kind of see it underneath there. But you see what I'm saying? I I, I, I get what you're saying. I think that I agree that there's a there's a um, cinnabar. I don't think that one's good smell. 
No, to me, to me, the 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 gyms they look kind of plasticky, and that that I think, if anything, is going to be my turnoff. I I don't I don't like that at all. But I agree with you the the skin tone being underneath the gym that that's a huge turnoff as well. Because you can see their scalp. You shouldn't be able to see their scalp under their hair. <laughs> I do, like I said, I do appreciate the artistry of it because it looks definitely beautiful. Like uh, uh, Antarctosite is like. It's got that whole shattered effect going on. It looks gorgeous, and I, I love the fact that it's the that key point in the show where she's telling her to be quiet. Yeah, I don't think that they're bad looking figures. It's just it's not capturing it's not capturing what I I was hoping that they would capture in uh, in the figures. Yeah. Anywho, that's that's uh, another interesting sidetrack. <laughs> Am I doing good yet? What if there's girls' last tour uh, figures? <laughs> Let's look up girls' last tour figures. I don't think I've seen any girls' last tour figures. Let's do, let's do, let's do Ami Ami here real quick. Oh, there's that new, uh, there's that new, um, No Game No Life figure. I bet you're just torn apart with that one, aren't you? Which one? Never mind. Never mind. I didn't say anything. <laughs> there's a reason why I stay off of these, these sites. You know that, right? There's, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing to, there's a keychain. These are not the figures you're looking for. I am. I was like very, very much so wanting to buy it too. So the puppy girl. Jeez. The, you had to say the it. puppy Didn't girl. You? Look at her. It. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> look at her. Oh. oh no! I can't do that one. The colors. <laughs> the colors kill me. The colors are gorgeous on it. They pulled her off so well. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, that one I can't put out on display, even if I wanted to. Yeah, it's not that bad. I like they have the TV versions of Pops and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> Girls Last Tour is a Girls garage kit. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Bummer. But, hey, that's how, that's how the cookie crumbles. Executive producer for Netflix's Castlevania show. I know not anime. And I'm not saying it's anime. Adi Shankar, I'm guessing his, his name is Shankar. I hope I'm not butchering his name. He announced that he's developing a Devil May Cry animated series. So if you're a big fan of the Castlevania series, again, I acknowledge, not anime, uh, you will probably appreciate knowing that they are going to make a Devil May Cry one as well. Which, I guess if it if they did as well, if they do as well with that as they did with Castlevania, for what I'm hearing, then good on them. Uh, he said it's based off his now, he's calling it the bootleg multiverse, so... I guess that's to mean that it's not canon. Cool deal. Moving on. Uh, some semi-gaming news here, because we were fans of Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, they have, of course, announced their new expansion, which is called Shadowbringers. Um, not Stormbringers, as some sites are for some reason <laughs> quoting it being called. I, c- I cannot believe that's not corrected yet. Anyways, uh, Shadowbringer is going to be the next expansion. Uh, the trailer basically makes it out like, essentially, that the the Warrior of Light, that there's too much light in the world and that there must be a balance created so that they, they're being forced to have to become Warriors of Darkness. So the whole story is going to be where the Warrior of Light will have to become a Warrior of Darkness and maybe fight the lightness, I guess. Like, fight light beings. So we're going to go in like the realm of like, I don't know, Diablo, where you fight demons and after a while you start fighting the heavens because everybody gets their dues. 
So that'll be interesting. Uh, other things that kind of came out of the fan fest that they were talking about is they announced a Blue Mage, which is going to be a solo class, so to speak. Um, they're going to have solo content for it, and you're going to capture, I think, like 40-some, 49, I think, 49 different abilities you have to learn from different opponents because that's what Blue Mages do is they learn abilities and they use abilities. Uh, and then you can set like a certain amount of them to your bar and then use them in combat. And they're going to have their own dungeon they can go through, and it sounds cool. I'm 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 pretty. I I kind of agree with some people where I don't want it to be the norm that they create solo content in an MMO because it kind of defeats the purpose of an MMO. But I do agree with a lot of people that, you know, when there's nobody else on, your friends aren't on, or for my case, my brother's not on. I'm looking for something solo to do. I'm not really grouping up with the people, so it'd be cool to have something to kind of do on the side. I just hope that they will allow you to still do like. Unsinked. So are they going to say this is going to be a um. A class that can be that can play any role. Essentially, I mean, it's just a class that can survive by itself. Yeah, but so if you go and sign healing. up for a so if but if you go and sign up for a dungeon, are you going to be a tank? You can't. A, you, can't. you cannot sign for a dungeon. That makes no sense whatsoever. It's a solo class. It's not meant to do. No, see that that's the thing. It's like it's it's not clear that the reason why you can't join roulette is because. I think they said that if you have a full party and you join a full party, you can still do a dungeons with them. I'm just not sure if it if they're saying that you can't do random roulettes because it's underpowered because it's a master of none, and thus they're afraid that you know a tank's gonna queue up and then he's gonna have four or three other blue mages, and then the the dungeon goes extremely slow because they can't dish out enough damage to to kill anything. So maybe having your own party. You're going in there with the understanding that this dude is a, a blue mage and he's not going to do much damage. Or if it's a case that it's too overpowered, that having, you know, three blue mages is going to make the tank go, why the hell am I even here? Because they're just running up there destroying everything because they can yeah. take hits. I, they haven't really stated why they can't allow them into random roulettes. But they, I did, I seem to remember them saying that if you have a full party, you can queue up. It's just you can't do random roulettes because you, you don't want I guess random people having to deal with blue mages I don't know what it is so yeah, it does sound like it's a master of none because it can have so many uh, different abilities that do things did they show the new race no but they pretty much confirmed that it's going to be the, the bunnies the bunnies because he, right. he basically went up on the stage and I think they said that he had a Bugs Bunny on his shirt and that the camera zoomed in on his, his chest as he was talking about a new race coming up <laughs> so I would like many other people were like technically the only place that I remember the bunny people being was in 12 and there were only females. But apparently I ended up running into, I guess back like a couple expansion ago, they had artwork already made out for them and there was male, male versions of it in it. So they have all the asset or they have the artwork for it and they basically all confirmed that it was going to be bunny people. So get ready to be a bunny person in Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they said there was going to be, I think they said there was going to be two other jobs that was going to come in with Shadowbringers. Blue Mage is coming in 4.5, so it's going to come before then. I think it's in January. They're going to have Blue Mages come out. And it's only going to go up to level 50. So it's kind of, again, another thing that makes it kind of weird is that it doesn't go to 70 right off the bat. It's probably they're going to use that to keep people playing because I think uh, Shadowbringers won't come out until next summer. Yeah, summer 2019 is when Shadowbringers come in. So they'll probably use Blue Mage is a way to keep people playing until that comes out. The trailer for Shadowbringers looked really cool, though. I'm I'm kind of hyped about it. 
sucks because I haven't maxed leveled all my characters yet. And this this is already coming. <laughs> and I'm going to have to get up to level 80 after that. Now I just finished all my Disciples of Hand and now I have to go to 80. <laughs> I just started fishing. Man, that's boring. But I'm getting into it. I'm kind of getting into fishing. I don't know why. I think it's because it's like Stockholm Syndrome. I've been doing it for so long, I'm starting to enjoy it. Moving away from video games and Final Fantasy. Uh, actually, no, not against my video games, just Final Fantasy. Arc System Works has uh, plans to actually release titles in North America, which is really cool. Uh, they have World End Syndrome and BlazBlue Central Fiction Special Edition that they're going to be releasing in North America. World End Syndrome for PS4 in spring 2019 for Switch. So, cool. We need it on Switch. Forget about PS4. I just said Everybody else Switch. is giving up on P- PlayStation 4. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that eventually. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that eventually. Uh, the official Girls on Panzer Twitter has announced that Girls on Panzer Dream Tank match is going to be ported to Switch. Yay! Uh, no news on it coming to America, but the PS4 version release is releasing or has released in South Asia in English with English text. So even if we don't have anybody announce they're going to localize it, I will probably scour uh, CD Japan or something to try to see if I can find the Switch version, Japan version, so I can import it. Because, thankfully, Switch is not region locked. Yay! So, cool deal. I do really want that. I th- I want to say that it... Uh, I was looking at the Vita version when they were showing the Vita version a while back, and I know it had some problems, but I think it would be perfect on the Switch. I want World of Tanks with Brazil Panzer on my Switch. I know that World of Tank has a Brazil Panzer thingy, but... I don't want to play World of Tanks. Yeah, let's move forward. Um, yeah, it's going to hit on 2019. The uh, PS4 released on in, on the PS4 in February. Uh, they feature characters from Das Finale film. So, cool deal. And they also announced the second film in six parts of the Girls on Panzer Das Final Films is to be on June 15th of next year. So, the second of six Second part of six films <laughs> is coming out then. So if you're looking forward to that, definitely keep an eye on that. If you're going to go to Japan to watch it. I know some people do. Exciting. Uh, let's see here. Festival at Work announced a new episode of Cells uh, at Work that will be airing on December 26th. So I hope that means that we can possibly get it. Crunchyroll, please? Question mark? Uh, it's called Cold Syndrome, and it's going to be about battling a cold. So, if you are a big fan like us of the Sales at Work, we apparently have more coming. And they also announced that there is going to be an app. I'm not sure what the app's going to be. They just announced that there's going to be an app. So, I don't know if they're going to have, like, I don't know, uh, waifu collect, uh, sell waifu collecting, or if it's going to be a bubble battler also, or what. But, uh, the trailer looks like fun, though. Looks like a, a cell having fun with a little cold. So we'll see. We'll see. The cold probably of... tricks tricks the other cells into th- thinking that he's a part of the team. I like all the cells with their little cute sweatshirts. Look at little look at she's so cute with a little sweatshirt. I miss my cells. They they're technically never left me, but I miss I miss the cells being on the television. I would be bad if my cells left me. Moving on, we have MBS's Jonitsu Taidiku aired an 
special episode on Hajime Isayama revealing the final panel of Attack on Titan. I totally didn't know that they basically, apparently about a month ago, said they were going to have this uh, documentary and that they said something on Twitter about the fact that uh, he was technically working on the final chapters of the manga. So, thank God (laughs) Attack on Titans finally coming to an end. (laughs) I'm so done with it. No, I, I, I just, it feels like it's on its last legs. It's like, it's just let it end already. It's, it's getting way too drawn out. I, I am done with the time jumps. I'm, I'm done with it going everywhere. I'm done with the characters disappearing and reappearing. I just want a conclusion. And apparently there's a conclusion. I clicked on the spoilers. I didn't want to see what the titles, they, they basically in the, the documentary, they had him, they were showing him actually working on the last panel and they close up shot the last panel and it had a text down at the bottom and they translate it and put it up on uh, anime news network, had it up on theirs. And it said, basically highlight this to see the spoiler. And I wish I didn't highlight it. It's, It's like, there's so many different things that could mean it bothers me. So yeah, if you're like me and you're keeping up on the, the manga, it's coming to conclusion too. Have you been keeping? Have you have you got a cut up yet again? Nope. See, I'm having another one of those moments where there's that moment where I want to talk to you about it, <laughs> and you know what it's going to be Darn when it. it happens. Fine. It's, maybe it's I'll, like maybe little, I'll try to find some time to catch up. It's not too far ahead of where you're at. It's been a while since that moment happened. It's just every time I, I'm I'm going to shut up. I was going to say something I shouldn't. Anyways, moving forward. Funimation revealed plans to stream a new TV anime adaptation of Fruits Basket. Yay! It's coming back. Now, here's the cool thing. I I, I kind of, out of nowhere, uh, about a week ago, started seeing everybody kind of tweeting about uh, a new Fruits Basket. And I was like, okay, cool. We're going to... I think I remember them saying something about them continuing on a while back. A couple couple seasons ago, we were talking about that. But never, nothing ever came of it. And then suddenly out of nowhere, they were saying this. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's going to happen. It's finally, Funimation's revealing that they're going to be streaming it. It's happening. Um, it's going to happen in 2019. Now, the interesting thing that happened out of this was the specific announcement that not only would it start over from the beginning of the story, but that they were going to cover the entire manga. So from getting the end, they're going to adapt the entire thing. I was like, okay. <laughs> cool so we got we got a whole new adaptation it's going to start from the beginning and it's going to come actually conclude it so not only are we going to get a conclusion but we're going to start over from the beginning and readapt it which is i like that because i don't like the idea of i mean if you watch the old one it's dated um visually dated so you're going to be going from the old story straight into some new animation it's going to look a little weird uh tms animation or tms entertainment is going to be doing the uh, animation for it it's going to have a new cast um Apparently, there was some outburst about there being uh, different voicing for it, but uh, apparently the old actresses actually came out and said that they're cool with who's been chosen. So they they tipped their hat, which I think is technically something they would do anyways, but so it's not here or there, but cool stuff. I am excited. I definitely was bummed that this never got a conclusion and I never did get into the manga. So to see that it's getting a full adaptation is going to be great. I hope that they pull off the cool little anger meter 
They probably. Uh, who knows? <laughs> I think they'll fumble the, the anger meter. <laughs> Don't know if they even will do it. They're gonna skip if they skip the anger meter. I will shut it off. Really? No, I won't. Dad gummit. Are oh, you talking about something else? Pop up. You just crap. getting? He's just looking at other things. See, I knew when he brought his little iPad in here, he would get distracted. No, I'm trying to stay with you. You're looking Duh. at. Things. <laughs> get off of my screen. All right. Um, I'm I'm officially probably never ever going back to that site again never ever never ever all right let's get into the let's get into that thing you were kind of mentioning earlier and i guess we got to finally get into it that was that was my anime list the sony get your, approvals get your get your, get your pop-ups under control oh never never they it, want it, you it to just, not enable your your script blocking and then when you don't everything flies up your screen yep there's been some controversy recently regarding Sony. I think we got to mention this last episode, the idea they were censoring things. Uh, essentially, there's a lot of companies that are in Japan that are currently complaining about issues with approval systems with Sony Entertainment, which is now officed out of California. So these Japanese companies have to literally explain themselves in English and send it to... <laughs> this company, this this office in California for them to understand what they're doing with these stuff and they're being censored like crazy. And so I'm very bothered by this because Sony used to be the con- the console that I went with that w- didn't censor this stuff and Nintendo was the one that did. Nintendo, that's where we got the Nintendo thing from. I mean, I was complaining about it with like Tokyo Mirage Session, like all these games that were on the Wii U that were, they were just kind of censoring. And I was like, I will never touch these games. I ended up buying Tokyo Mirage Session, but they still bothered me. These games they were having, uh, the 3DS games they were having, they were all censored. And now Sony is the one doing that. And now Nintendo is the one that's not doing that. And I know that we talked a little bit about this in the last discussion, so I don't want to beat it to dead horse, but the upsetting thing that kind of comes out of this is now with more confirmations of this being a thing and that there's more of these companies that are coming out and saying this is this sucks i mean we're we're literally being censored we can't do anything about this <laughs> i'm 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 thinking i'm highly thinking the next console generation i will skip i think i'm gonna go full pc because not only do you have this aspect you have uh xbox i think was announcing they were gonna they're basically trying their next con- they're Next Xbox, not before the new generation, is going to be discless. And so if they're going discless, they're testing the waters to see if they can possibly do that. It bit them on the butt last time, but I think they can pull it off this time with all this controversy that's going on. But I mean, with Xbox possibly going discless, I'm certain that Sony will probably do the same thing because God knows we download 80 gigs worth of patches with the recent game that recently released. Um, so that's a thing now is these huge patches that are end up installing anyways. I don't, I don't see a purpose to, to consoles anymore. It's like, why not all these games are completely uncensored on the, the PC. Not that I require uncensored in my gaming in order to enjoy it. I, I can't enjoy a game that is purposely censored. And so it's, 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 it works one way, but not the other. I, I don't need it, but I hate when it's removed. Because right. I know that they're altering what I'm what I'm enjoying, and they're talking about all they're altering text too. And I mean, we've seen that with, I mean, again, going back to what f- Nintendo used to do, with what, how terrible they were with like Fire Emblem and stuff like that. How much censorship that was happening in the text with that one. They're they're now doing that with Sony, and that just kind of bothers me. 
And I think with the with the Sony with Sony PlayStation dying in Japan, I I know that's the direction they're taking is to focus on uh, the Western audience, and so they don't care about Japan anymore. Yeah, it was it was it was one of those things that when when it first Andrew had mentioned it here and there, and and it was constantly this repeating of uh now 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 sony's do uh uh censoring this or sony's censoring that and i was like this is not normal what the heck is going on and then at some point andrew had pointed out a a, a really big uh 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 censor and I, I i looked over at him and i said what the heck is going on with playstation because it literally it, it, it this is this is sony was was the game the game group i mean you you if you're if you're a gamer you go to sony i mean yeah i mean it was nintendo and then it was sega and then um then sony took over and sony has been pretty much the the gamers rig for the longest time and well, when ps3 first came out xbox took them but then Sony took it back with PS4. Right. So it, it jumps around each generation, and I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to bite them in the butt again this night. Because the other thing that I was going to mention is that the fact that they're skipping out next year's E3 in lieu of the idea that they're, they're going to be preparing to announce something. And it's obvious it's going to be the PS5. And there's reports that it's going to be $500. So it's like, you literally are going to do another PS3, aren't you? you you're coming out of this controversy... You're gonna go right into a five hundred dollar console, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna lose everything you you built yeah. up. You're up to eighty million. You're feeling confident. You think you're the biggest and baddest, and that you can't be beat now. And you're gonna do the same thing you did with the PS3. You came out there and you said people will get two jobs to buy this console. And guess what? People went to Xbox, and you fell apart. It's it's, and I know that's. Like I said, I know that the reason is why is they they're focusing on the Western. I mean, they even said on here somewhere in this this uh, this report that the Anime News Network did on the idea that they were saying that their plans in place to make sure that they, they can bring all future titles to the Western in their full entirety. That's what Ideal Factory wants. But the problem is that it seems like uh, Sony in America just wants to make sure that everything is built to where it can be released here, and they don't care about Japan. Whereas before, if there was a title that got censored when it was brought over here by an, a publishing company, you could still at least get the Japanese title. But now they're literally forcing the Japanese titles to be altered before they even come here, and that's kind of where it gets kind of crazy. I think that I think that this is going to. I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect this when I said that um, that that Nintendo was going to probably take a, a good strong portion of the market. This wasn't even in my radar as far as things that would happen, and I think that this is this is Nintendo's biggest biggest shot right here. Well, that's why that's what we were talking about. Like the last episode we were talking about was Singer the renewal when they were taking the intimacy mode out of it. <laughs> it's like literally the game that they had on the Nintendo Switch was all it was was intimacy mode, and so it's like Nintendo has become Nintendo, and <laughs> PlayStation has become not. Where what the hell happened? Literally within a week, it was it was so it was so mind boggling that this was going on. But um, no, the only thing that kind of bite me in the butt though when I was kind of saying that I was like, okay, literally, the only thing that was really keeping me on with the consoles that I still I still appreciated collecting games. I I liked having the physical games. I appreciate the idea that if these consoles 
these networks die away. I could still own the game because I have the physical version. It's no longer like that. You, you buy these games and you have to patch 50 gigabytes. So the game itself that's in the disc is useless. So with that and the fact that these games are just kind of being destroyed by uh, these kind of regulations push me to the idea that I'm, if I'm going to enjoy a game, I'll just play it on a PC and I'll just, I'll just build a rigs every few years and just upgrade those ones. And then, <laughs> and then there was a, th- the thought process came to my mind was that with the reports of the PS five already being in works, they have kits out there already is, what was it called? The Island the Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Was that game a watchdog scenario where technically what we've seen when it was first revealed was next gen console versions of it. And what we've seen on at E3 is going to basically be PS fives. That's why it was so gorgeous. I'm like, no, don't say that. Cause now that means that it's not going to look that great on the PS4 that I already have. And that game I still want to play. That's like my only holdup on the PS4 is I still want to play that game really badly. Until, until you see the next two E threes and something else pops up. They're not going to be at E3. <laughs> they just said that. <laughs> so play PSX is basically. PSX, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. The next, the next you, Last you, of you're, Us. You're seeing, you're see, my point being is when they they announce something that you're going to decide is your, I've got to have that. Too. Well, no, but the the thing is, is that here recently I'm getting into games again. And that, sorry, that's why we get talking on these discussions about game a lot lately. Um but no, I, I I picked up a bunch of games I've been holding off on. I picked up uh, Horizon. I picked up uh, uh, Uncharted Uncharted Four, and I'm playing Uncharted Four. I'm like, it's gorgeous. Whenever there's these fun action beats, but it's like literally forward X X X X X right X X X left X X X, and you're just climbing up this mountain, and it's just you're having to spam X button in different directions. It's like I have more fun with my other games that are more for, you know JRPG related, like uh, Valkyria Chronicles and stuff like that. It's like even the games that I'm getting from these companies aren't even that great anymore. They're just very visually beautiful, but they're not fun. So it's like, am I really getting... A, we'll see when I play Horizon. I'm, I'm sure I'll enjoy Horizon a lot more. Anyways. You hope. I've always been I've always been more appealed to the the, the characters and the, the storytelling that Japan games make. So it's, it's always been me from, from olden days. So Except for Uncharted. No, uh, uh, Last of Us. That was, a, that was an incredible game too. Uh, let's move forward. We're talking too much about video games, and everybody's probably getting angry. Our parent company, IG Port, which is, of course, a parent company to many studios, including Destruction IG and um, Wit Studio and Zebek, they're currently working on moving their projects from their anime studio projects from Zebek to Sunrise. Uh, this is an attempt to kind of consolidate the companies. Um, so, any current animation projects, I'm guessing. Um, is currently being moved over to Sunrise. I think they said something to the effect that the Zebek has been kind of hemorrhaging a little bit, and they didn't see any kind of profits coming out of it, so they kind of have to shift them over to consolidate the project. So, kind of sucks, but um, that's un- that's unfortunate. Yeah, that sounds kind of like one of those uh, chop, 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 chop. Okay, <laughs> chop, chop, boom. Uh, continuing our fun discussion about my sister, my writer. <laughs> yes, they've seen their first uh, delay. They have delayed episode seven an entire week. They're rebroadcasting episode six, so that's why you've seen a little delay there. Um, which is kind of weird. Rough time, so you know they they went ahead and <laughs> reprioritized things and went ahead and took that 
that really big uh, coffee break that they'd been playing. Well, you know how you know how when you get those big action scenes in these rom coms, you just have yeah. to take a break. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to animate these rom coms. Very tough. Very tough. No, like I said before, I, I really don't like seeing this happen with Studio Naz. Um, their 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 main animator needed a, a box of cookies, so. They took him off to the side. Those Moe, those Moe characters are just gave tough, him, gave him, gave him the, gave him the Legos, gave him the cookies, maybe a glass of milk, and said, "Go ahead and chill out for a minute." We didn't want to overwork you. I guess the question then comes is if, um, if the delay episode ten, or if they're still planned to release all episodes. Sometimes when they delay like this, they sometimes leave the last episode for like some weird slot way in the future or on the Blu-ray. So hopefully for people watching it, you'll get your entire show. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate. But um, sound the cookie crumbles, so to speak. Got some announcements for Netflix. So the Chris loves crumble. Netflix. The three-year-old ate it. Netflix is announcing their December releases. We have Sirius the Jaeger, which is going to release on December twenty-first. If you've forgotten by now, that is technically the PA Works title that uh, got held up by Netflix. So. I'll be watching that one for sure. The second half of Last Hope will release on uh, December 21st as well. High Score Girl will wait until December 24th. It's about time. So get ready to watch that one, Chris. On Christmas. <laughs> Baki will release on December 18th. And Backstreet Girls. Yes, they got that one. I totally missed them announcing they got that one. Uh, will release on December 12th. So you can check that one out as well. That one's going to be probably a train wreck. I haven't heard anybody talk about that one, so I'm not sure if that one... Again, that's one of those things where if they're people just don't really pirate these things really that much anymore. So, let's see here. Next one we have anime series Indro is has released their promo for with a January twelfth premiere date. So this will be a title that'll come out in winter. Uh, I was kind of uh, kind of razor brow to this one. This kind of looks a little bit interesting. Uh, I like the character designs and whatnot. It kind of reminds me something like the the, the Playdesk one. The Playdesk. <laughs> okay, we could go with that. But I'm, I would go more with like a um, One Week Friends. N- no. With a with a fantasy twist. The artwork style is... I, <laughs> I like that it definitely has a different cast of characters, a different, uh, like an elf girl and stuff like that. They have been like cute. Love the color and everything. The demon girl is probably going to make the show for me. <laughs> Uh, the anime story is set in Naraland or Naral Island, a continent with swords and magic in which humans and monsters coexist. The terrible demon king lives there. In ancient times, the first generation of hero defeated the demon king. Over the uh, over the many successive generations since then, the demon king has been uh, resurrected, and a hero who opposes them will likewise reappear. Girls attend the school uh, for adventurers in order to defeat the demon king when he appears. Though it had been absent-minded, Yusha. Uh, has a body of a hero and a name of a hero, apparently. Uh, the holy elf, Sela, troubles uh, never end because she is too serious. Cheerful warrior, Fi, loves to eat. Mei is a quiet otaku mag- magician, of course. As the four girls aim to be a hero party, they live relaxed fantasy lives with no show, uh, show of no sign of defeating Demon King, no matter how much time passes. Definitely looks cute. So I'll keep an eye on that one. We'll probably be doing our 
preview for the season sometime mid-December, so look forward to that one. We'll have to record a little early just because I'll be out of town, out of city, out of state, and all that kind of stuff, but we'll, we'll, we'll definitely get it recorded. Tokyo Taku Mode has announced another Kickstarter. Chris, another Kickstarter, Chris. Chris, you like the Kickstarters, right? It's another Kickstarter, Chris. I suppose. Okay. Anyways, they really say Kickstarter for an English translation of Steve's manga. Steve with a capital S. Steve's. Uh, this is apparently is by creator... I've never heard of this one, which is kind of surprising because of the content of it. it seemed like it would be something that would jump out at me. Uh, the creator duo Ume and writer Keichi Matsunaga uh, created a manga that is about the uh, Apple co-founders Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. And this is seeking to raise 30,000 USD to uh, do an English translation of the manga. They're currently at a little under 8,000. And like I said earlier, it's going to be going for about 30,000, so not doing too well, uh, especially since they're already almost three, uh, a, a third way through their time frame, but I'm certainly they can probably do a lot of advertising to get it pushed through. Sounds interesting to me. I, I used to be really deep into the geekdom that is Apple and enjoyed a lot of the conversations about Steve Wozniak and um, Steve Jobs. So it'd be cool to kind of get a... I'm not too sure if I'm into the idea of what looks like essentially a Kyoma version of of Apple production of the, the original Apple computer. But um, I don't know. I'd be, I'd be interested to kind of browse through it and see how it looks. So if you're, if you're interested in, in a manga about the creators of Apple, definitely go check it out. Moving forward... We have Sunrise has confirmed five Gundam projects in the works for its 40th anniversary. Uh, a film trilogy based off of Hathaway's Flash, which is really cool because I was actually kind of interested to see that story. And, of course, we never got those um, any of the books or the mangas over here. Well, we did, we did get some mangas over here, but not a lot of the older ones. Uh, they have a compilation film for Recon Vista NG series in 2019. So I'm wondering if that means that the whole hubbub that they were talking about creating something new for Recon Vista NG is the film compilation, or if this means that they're doing a film compilation in 2019 before they do a new series for it. I'm going to go with that one. The second? Yes. Okay. Eh, I kind of what to do. Uh, let's see here. I always <laughs> hold out hope. What can I say? They are planning on doing a television airing of the Gundam The Origin series. So taking all those Gundam movies and releasing them in a TV format, which is usually a bad idea, as we've seen with other ones, but we'll see. Uh, and a new Gundam build work in 2019. So more Gundam build fighters, I'm assuming. We still have to watch that last Gundam. New SD Gundam work, also Call it titled SD Gundam World Sangoku Soketsu Din in 2019. So all these will be in 2019. The films they kind of announced here are kind of a part of their recent announcement about the fact that they plan to release a film every one to two years going forward because apparently that is fruitious for them. So there you go. Excited for more Gundam? It's been, it feels like it's been a while. Yeah, it, it feels I mean, like for we've slowed new, down a little bit. For new shows. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> for new ones. We, we don't we don't need to slow down for we do need to slow down for the older stuff that we're getting caught up on, but the newer ones I think it's because we kind of fell off of the Gundam build one. So I do kind of want to go back and watch that, but it, it did kind of lose me with its kind of more virtual reality kind of stuff. And then they had the other, the interior whatever series, which I guess technically we'll be seeing do another release here soon. So it's been a while. It feels like it's been a while. All right. The Gundam Global Challenge Project has announced that they are planning on making a life-size moving Gundam next time, apparently, in 2019, or due to release in 2020. So not only are we getting another life-size Gundam, but they are planning on making one that actually moves. And that scares me. We're almost to the point of war. Are you ready for it? <laughs> if if we have Armageddon, at least we'll have mecha robots. Yep. That's cool. At least I get to see cool mecha robots run around while the world's ending. Uh, they titled the Gundam Factory Yokohama, which is a collaboration with Yokohama City. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me, let me clarify something. I don't want to see Biomex. I really, nothing in me wants to see Biomex. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm okay with mechas, just see, not Biomex. I want to see uh, like uh, Battletech kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't know. I, 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 do I want a Gundam or do I want Bio, uh, uh, Battletech? I probably want Battletech. I would go with Battletech. That would be cooler. They, they look different. They look cool. They're less human. More customizable. Yeah. The whole uh, weird backwards leg thing going on. Yeah. Bipedal. Yeah. Some, I can, some, I can, some four-legged I can, stuff. I can, cool so, can totally do that. I mean, just, just don't give me Biomex. Just don't give me that. I don't want to see Evangelion, some berserk uh, mecha running around, tearing everything up. I, no. I just don't want to see that. That'd be cool. No. That'd be cool. I, I don't want to see blood flying everywhere because That'd something be cool. broke an, an arm. It's either that or oil. You know they'll do oil replacement. Oil is fine. I just don't want to see blood flying everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to see a big old snap bone. Is it t- and some bratty kid screaming in the pi- the pilot? <laughs> the world's ending and everybody's random, shrieking. Random Gundam just starts beating his head into the ground. <laughs> everybody's thinking the world's ending, and they're all pretty much. We come to agree. We're like we're dead now. We're cool. We're We've we've come to grips with the fact that we're about to die. We're just waiting for it to happen. And then suddenly out of nowhere, yeah, the robot starts beating its head against the wall. Cockpit opens up. Kid starts whining. Helicopter flies up and dad's in the helicopter yelling at the kid. Turn the damn thing back on and finish the job, Shinji. And you're like, this is awkward now. This is awkward. Everything it just ruined. I had, I'm telling I you, good. I, I don't and now want I to found see, out. Don't want to see no bi- biomex. No, no biomex. And now I found out that the reason I'm going to die is because I'm a whiny kid that doesn't want to finish the job with daddy issues. Yeah. Where were we at? TBS <laughs> <laughs> Moving Gundam. There we go. T- yeah, we did. We finished that one. We got moving, moving Gundam coming. I'm excited for it. Uh, due in 2020 summer so if you plan on going to japan summer 2020 hit up yokohama hopefully they'll have it done tbs and dio media has announced that they have canceled production of girlish number shuda uh this of course is an adaptation of the manga that was based off of the girlish number anime that was based off of wataru uh, watari who did of course nafu and qp flappers so 
unfortunate. The companies explained the guarant- that, that guaranteeing the quality of and schedule of the production became difficult. I mean, having the staff had become an issue. So further, continuing Andrew's little conspiracy that the that Wataru Watari is having a hell of a time with anime production. And he will probably make another anime about the fact they canceled this one. Just like he made an anime about the screw-up of Quadavia Code, which was Girlish Number. Yes. This I continuing. I, 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 no, no, no. This was his. He had them cancel this. He is. He's creating this. He's been creating this conspiracy with me. He's listening to this, and he knows that I have a conspiracy theory about this whole thing. Yes, and the cancellation Andrew. of they're the adaptation they're of doing the anime all. that they're... was based off of a show being completely butchered that was his... They're doing it all yeah. for you. I, I'm just to, I'm, just to, I'm gonna make just a podcast episode about this whole story. I'm gonna I'm gonna break the news. Yep. I'm gonna break the news. It's okay. Everybody else is asleep on this one. It's okay. I got it. It's okay, Andrew. I got it. You like Teddy Lloyd, don't you? Yes. How would you like a show that has nothing but Teddy Lloyd in it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Is that, is that the answer? Is yes. <laughs> uh, Fight League is your answer. Yes. This is a is a smartphone game that is getting an anime adaptation. I'm not sure if they're going to do them side by side or if the game's already out. I am too stupid enough to look through this before I actually talk about this. But it is based off a smartphone game. They're getting an anime adaptation, and Teddy Lloyd is serving as a sound producer for this. And that sounds exciting because Teddy Lloyd makes some really great music. Uh, as you may have noticed, if you've ever watched Penny and Stocking, Makaku City Actors, Space Patrol, Ludico, or 1890F, there's some some Lloyd in that stuff. So this will be a net anime that will be streaming on YouTube. So look forward to that. I don't know if they have a date set yet. Question mark. June of 2017. No, that is not. <laughs> the game launched then. So there's an the answer for that one. The game launched back then. So cool stuff. Keep an eye out for for Fight League. And then you, you, it might not be translated on YouTube. Somebody might be able to do the calls caption for everybody else, and then we can watch it that way. But at least you can listen to music. Uh, this one hit here recently, I think literally today. Uh, Root Letter is getting a Hollywood adaptation. So to continue the stream of Japanese-related stories that are getting Hollywood adaptations, uh, the interesting thing about this one, though, is that it is being it was announced by Akatsuki Entertainment USA, which is technically a branch based off of the company Akatsuki, uh, which launched this LA studio in order to acquire production and film rights, TV content, and partnerships uh, with uh, Japanese properties. So they're bringing Japanese properties and releasing them in um, hopefully film and and TV. And this apparently is one of their projects, is Root Letter. For those that don't know, Root Letter is a Vita and PS4 game that released a while back that essentially is about um, a mystery involving somebody disappearing. Let me see. Uh, Taking place in Shimane, one of Japan's most beautiful prefectures, Root Letter is centered around an investigation into a missing pen friend, Fumino Aya, 15 years after she allegedly murdered someone and ran away. The story is told through the old letters she wrote to... uh, uh, to the the character that plays the game in high school, uh, along with the, uh, you and your own investigation as you probe through uh, the clues and witnesses from her old hometown. What happened 15 years ago? Who was your pen friend? And what do her friends know? Did she exist? So, you really cool. are the pen friend. 
I'm certain that it won't be a first person movie. But there you go. Film adaptation. Yeah. You're 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 doing an investigation on yourself and you find out that you are the one that are that, that probably killed the person and ran away. Probably. You wrote your own letters. See, that you had your own alibi the entire time. Now are you are you sadistically trying to reveal the truth to people through your own investigation of yourself or have you forgotten because you banged your head and then you eventually find out that it's you but you've already revealed too much that you, you panic you, and you, you run away you split personality died and, and oh, stuff that's dumb forget that that's boring <laughs> nobody likes so personality crap so overdone so rote like this list of licenses that Andrew made up to tell you all about to look forward to J. Cobb novel has or J. Novel Club got the whole definitely dyslexic uh jade novel club is launching a manga reader with five new titles including a very fairy apartment seire gensoku spirit chronicles infinite dendrogram how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom and ascendance of a bookworm viz media licensed say their moon stars on video starting in spring 2019 they'll be releasing that one my hero academia smash Comey Can't Communicate, Beastars, and Hunter x Hunter, or Hunter Hunter, the last mission film to hit theaters on January. Uh, Vertical has a art book for Vofon, Colorful Dreams, which of course, Vofon is the one that did the artwork for the novels for the Monogatari series. So if you love that artwork, it's an entire art book of it, and I will be getting it, like, seriously badly now. Yen Press has licensed... Akiyama's Killing Me manga, God Shining Moonlight Howling Moon manga. What the hell is that title? <laughs> the Dirty Way to Destroy the Goddess's Hero, light novel. The hero is overpowered but overly cautious, light novel. Torture Princess Friend Tertrin, light novel and manga. I know I butchered that name. Uh, Wolf Children, Ame and Yuki novel. Bottom tier. Why are they making like everything of Wolf Children? That's all right. I'm all for it. Bottom tier character Tomozaki light novel. Last round authors Scum Arthur and Heretic Merlin light novel. <laughs> Monster and... See, the only reason I make these lists is so I have to say these really outrageous names. You know that, right? Kaiju Girls uh, Caramelizer manga. Little Miss P manga. Yuri Life manga. You forgot Monster and Beast manga. It wasn't... That was like the least funny out of all of them, but thank you. <laughs> Dempa, not to be confused with Dempa Soft. Dempa has licensed Heavenly Delusion manga, Pleasure and Corruption manga. Kodansha Comics has Crocodile Baron manga digital, Red Riding Hood's Wolf Apprentice manga digital, Cardcaptor Sakura manga, Tales of Berseria manga. I thought somebody already had Cardcaptor Sakura manga. That's weird. Fate Grand Order manga. Seven Seas has Restaurant to Another World light novel. Sentai Filmworks got Made in Abyss compilation films and the Danmachi Arrow of Orion films, which are all releasing in theaters 2019. And that's all of the licenses that seems important to Andrew that he put in the list that sounded really funky. The only thing I have left for news-related stuff is I do want to take a moment to remind people, if you are looking for great deals to check out Sentai, especially check out Sentai Filmworks, they did this last year where they jumped the gun on Right Stuff and sold pretty much the same stuff uh, before Right Stuff could get the sales up at the same price. 
And so I ended up buying a lot from them before it was eventually given the right stuff, even though it ended up dis- being distributed with the right stuff anyways. Uh, but this time, Sentai Filmworks is like insanely selling the stuff cheaply. Like I literally went on their site when it was posted. Like literally they had a Black Friday before the Friday, but before Black Friday. And everything was like $7 to $9 Blu-rays like across the board. And I was like, literally, is this a mistake? And I started buying a bunch because like literally it's cheap as hell. Might as well. And I ended up racking up like $200 in <laughs> all these things. Plus I ended up buying the $56 Ushio and Tora limited edition, which I think that's as cheap as it's ever going to be. Um, so I can't wait for that comes in. But yes. Go to Sentai Filmworks site, go to their shop, their sales insane. Um, like I said, Ushi and Tora, that $59 or $54 for that premium edition, that's probably as cheap as going to be. Uh, but everything else there is pretty much, I grabbed all the Space Brothers series because I've been wanting to watch that for a long time, but I didn't want to pay $30 for eight Blu-rays because it's like eight cores of that show. Um, I got Chika, the uh, Coffin Princess, the complete edition. I got Nanon Biori complete. I got the two uh, Is the Order Rabbit Oh, my Wizard Barristers, right? Yeah, I ended up getting Wizard Barristers for Chris. Cross Ainge Complete Edition is more important than Wizard Barristers. Got yes. that one. Because <laughs> we're weird. <laughs> we'll see We'll see if uh, the Nippolis show will be as entertaining as the original show. Um, Just to be clear, the Wizard Barristers is an artwork thing for me. <laughs> Strictly character designs. Yes, I agree. I, I love the character designs, and that was one of the appeals of the show itself. And that first episode was incredible. Uh, I'll just watch the first episode over and over again. It had a cool concept. It was it was like this whole concept of like wizards and 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 jurors. We should and stuff. watch it, it was again. So just cool. we should watch it again and review it just to be. No. Hey, we've talked cross about first. We, okay, cross <laughs> is definitely we've got to redo cross that one. first. Uh, um, I, end up, I end up actually going back and getting the entire series of uh, Hayato the Combat Butler. So more Ria Kajimia will be on my shelf because it's the only reason I bought that was Ria Kajimia. I, I watched a little bit of it and I thought it was fun. Uh, what else did I get? I, I really I really need to get farther into that show. I, I was liking what I had seen. All the little I, busters. I, I got all the little busters. Even though even though I hate a refrain, it was only one box for, was for the refrain. So I was I like, I'll just get into it. I did get into that. Maybe I watched an entire season or two. Uh, there's like the first season's 50 episodes, the second season's 25 episodes, and I think there's two 12 episodes seasons. So it's pretty long. It literally is is 100 episodes almost. If if you count the movie too. Poor guy, he had rough rough get get going. <laughs> Just oh, and I I finally got all their dead on him. <laughs> I finally got the two um the two penguin drums. I'm not sure why. I know I'm not going to enjoy that show. I could never get into it before, but I. I want to finish the Penguin Drum. And that will probably force me to do that. Yeah, so anyways, Sendai Filmworks, insane prices. Buy, buy, like I literally, like I said, you're, you're never going to find 6 to $9 for Blu-ray, especially all those ones. I, I'm sad that I missed out on Gate because they had Gate for like 13 bucks, and that was the entire Gate series. But um, hopefully they'll restock and I can buy it eventually. But like I said, it's not going, it's not transitioning the right stuff sale because I'm looking at the right stuff sale and they have the same stuff on there and they're not six to to thirteen dollars. At right stuff, they are including a lot of Anaplex this season, so keep an eye on that if you like Anaplex stuff and you don't want to pay a fortune, you might get ten bucks off on those hundred and fifty dollar things this time. (laughs) Uh, They're also doing their daily 
they're calling them Bart cart busters this season. So um, keep checking daily to see what their cart busters. And I think right now it doesn't matter because it won't be there when you listen to this. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye on that one. And of course, eventually they'll probably bring those cart busters back for a single day like they usually do. So it, I guess it just doesn't mind that I mentioned that Space Dandy was on there and the first season of Attack on Titan, uh, Cabinary, the Iron Fortress, stuff like that were on there. So keep an eye on that. But outside of that, I haven't really been too impressed by the right stuff still, but I am excited to see more Aniplex stuff on there. So hopefully some of the titles I've been waiting on will pop up on there. Uh, Funimation site is as depressing as usual. Um, even so much so this season, they only really put up their bundles like they put up every single time. There's, there's a reason to put up bundles. So if you are still holding off on getting like the Dragon Ball Z seasons or whatever, Yu Yu Hakusho, they, they're doing those same bundles they always do. So, And some apparels on there too, so... Yeah, that's uh, that's your quick holiday sale run through. If you're looking to spy for that special someone yourself, uh, just a quick reminder on uh, community side, um, you guys, if you want, we should be hitting up our um, once a year uh, compilation of all things uh anime for the entire year so you guys might want to do those lists i don't i'm assuming there's a list in there somewhere for you to fill out yeah top top picks top picks so you guys might want to do that um the community is picking up lately um so jump in there get get uh get to chatting with some folks they're just picking up because they're making fun of me for not posting kill a kill yeah that too i edited that the other day by the way (gasps) Everybody gets excited. Yeah, I, me, and Andrew were talking about this. You guys are not going to lo- love it. I, there is <laughs> no loving gonna, in this one. Not, well, no, I, I literally finished editing it. I'm like, literally, I opened that. This was this was a year ago. I literally opened that up, saying, "Chris already reviewed this. Here's just my thoughts, so you can check out his review and then and get your thoughts, my thoughts from that point." I really wasn't going into like full analysis or anything like that. So it's like this literally is the most basic. This is my thoughts following up chris's review so it's never gonna live up to the hype so i'm like i'm like do you think people are just gonna like go yeah they didn't live up to my hopes and then chuckle chuckle and we all move on or are people gonna be really ticked off and i have to tell them look don't worry i'll do we'll do one later on that is like a full analysis or something like that or do i just not post it and then we rewatch it sometime soon and then do a full analysis i don't know i'm just gonna post it and then be done with it it's never going <laughs> to... Y'all aren't going to be happy with it. But, is, just, but just is, is it a joke at this point that people are like, yeah, it's probably not either. They, do you guys honestly know that it's not going to be that big of a deal when it finally posts? Oh. Anyways, jump in the community before we run out of time here. We have some questions. Again, you go to talkyspear.com, go to the forums, and post your questions in there, or you can just send us in the contact us out button at the top of the talkyspear.com, or you can just tweet, whatever. There's tons of ways you can do it. Like Full Metal Senpai did, this is the second part of his questions, because we only did the first part last time. Uh, continues on. Let me see where he was at. What are the, what, what makes a series dark, and how are they properly applied? We all know that if a show gets so dark, it just, it just becomes comical. Or we have the hilarity of Death of a Week, basically why Monster... Why is Monster a dark masterpiece, but Shiki absolutely hilarious? I think dark is a mood. 
Um, and that that's a it's a really weird thing to say. And yes, I do believe that there is an absurdity factor to flip flip it on its head. And I think that's what you're talking about as far as um, when something gets so dark, it becomes effectively absurd. And but is it not dark at that point? Um, no, I, think dark, I believe it's still dark. I think bark. Yeah, dark is a mood, and it can be comical or not. I agree. I'm sitting. I'm just, you said. I'm, I'm you said. You said what you, you said. What I wanted to say. So <laughs> I thought you were going to continue on from there. I, I was just compounding on exactly what I was saying. Is it, it, that that there is a dark, and it becomes absurd. And you yeah, just and that's because like to my point, I think it's very rare when anime is not comical in some way. But that again. Anything dark can be made comical. Uh, literally, try to name me a show that is not comical in some way. Now, each individual moment, like a, a recent example right now is literally Goblin Slayer. You can't say that that first episode was not dark and was not comical. But I think that there is a point in which something can always push to the point where it's funny to somebody. Like somebody would probably find that first episode funny as 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 dark as it is for me to say somebody will probably look at that and not take it seriously and probably find it funny there's there's a there's a certain based on an individual's experience with dark and comedy each person individually will see something funny somebody will look at something like um uh king's game and not find I a was, bit of that funny i i was thinking and there's more people that will laugh at that because it looks so absurd I was I was thinking more along the lines of King's Game, where it just becomes absurd, and and and, and I say absurd more along the lines of it's just so outside of the grounds of reality, um, because you can't comprehend it exactly. But there, somebody else might be able to comprehend that, it. That's a very true statement. I am, and that and that's maybe that's why. I mean, to me, Goblin Slayer, I could see where you could push that to the level of absurdity. I don't agree, but at the same time. It depends on how much you're al- you allow yourself to um, relate to the characters, and if you if you can relate to the characters, then that absurdity won't. Oh yeah, I mean, you can't, somebody would laugh at the 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 guys being raped in that show, and somebody else would be like, "I went through that. That's not funny." Yeah, <laughs> it's like I said, it's it's going to be individual persons going to see something as being dark or comical. Uh, Angels of Death. When I did the review for that one, I literally said. Yeah, most people are going to look at this and say this is absurd. But I wanted to look at it with the honest view of go with it. Like, I, that was one of those moments where I chose I'm going to go with this. Yeah, I still found things to be absurd in it. But I forced myself to kind of look at this as like, well, well, let's, let's actually look at this seriously. Is this, a, is, this a, is this trying to analyze or apologize or fix how these characters are acting, which is in the realms of absurdity? What was the what was that Lost Village, where where people were going back and yeah, forth on lady. yeah yeah <laughs> where they would go back and forth between is this is this intentionally right going, is this B movie or not yeah it, and that and that 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 I think is a perfect example of where where does that line draw I mean well the the struggle that was with that one is literally was. Or what? What? It, what I was seeing when that first came up was like, yeah, literally when the first time she ran up and was yelling "execute, execute, execute," everybody immediately went, "This is absurd. This is stupid," and everybody was backing off and saying, and there was some people that were walking up and going, "No, I know what this is. This is literally Mario Kata making something that's comical. This is supposed to be comical." And I'm like, 
No, you're making an assumption that she's going for comical here. She yeah. could be going for something that's serious here. Why are you making the assumption that's that that is her purpose? And that could very well be her purpose, and I completely agree at that point. But maybe she was trying to make a statement there. I don't know. That That's that struggle. You don't know what the intention of the writer is, or you don't know if... It's just based off of your experience. Yeah, I think I think that it, trying to say that you understand a person's thought process when they're trying to create something, I I believe that you're you're um, misinterpreting. It, was, it, it feels like it, the way that people were putting it at the time felt like they were undermining her. Yeah, like oh, don't take it serious. This is, she's just being absurd here. Let's just laugh at it. I'm like, no. What if she doesn't want you to laugh at it? What if there, what if there is? I a think story there was a, and, and and when I came out of it, I thought that they came up. He, she came out with a very very interesting uh, plot at at towards the end. I, I I I don't want to ruin it. I mean, if you haven't watched it, if you didn't give it its full due, there was something that towards the end of it was really really kind of cool. It, you have to go through a lot of weird stuff to get to that point, but well, it was it was a really cool ending. I think the big struggle, especially with anime, uh, when it comes to dark stuff like this, is it, it's hard. I, I just think that Japan in general just does dark differently. And I think when they deal with characters that are unhinged or psychotic, they just don't, they look absurd to us. Whereas I think maybe for them, it's not as absurd. Maybe that is something that is kind of unsettling for them to see. And I, I don't know, maybe that's something we'd have to kind of like look into. Maybe we can find uh, how they view things like that. Maybe find where they, maybe they, there were statements made by Mayurikata based off of that one. If that is something that they, they – I need to look more into that kind of stuff. But I, I think that their way of viewing things like psychoticness is a lot different than us. Yep. And it, it may look unsettling to them whereas it looks funny to us because we're just too used to just – Straight up hard hitting gore and punishing horror. Well, there is a culture difference, no matter yeah. how you look at it. I mean, we 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 were raised on, um, we were not specifically us. We didn't do a lot of horror shows, but um, our culture was raised on um, Jason, um, Freddy Krueger, uh. Na- name another one michael myers all all, all of your your the first thing yeah and we, scream and that that was a part of our culture and and so when we see their version of horror we go what are you trying to do here this is not not working and they have girls coming out of tv screens and that's terrifying <laughs> to them well screen uh technically the ring did get us too so they just, <laughs> they just made a different no the only thing in the ring that really kind of creeped me out was the was the fingernails in the in the dirt so that that one was kind of yeah no uh-uh <laughs> it was my that was my first experience watching hd horror and when they first opened that door that was like Okay, that was nasty. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, probably more than you were probably expecting from that question, but it was fun. Uh, next one, Full Metal Full Metal Simpai has is I find most personal scoring system very straightforward, but how do y'all differentiate between the extremes? Make uh, what makes a nine a nine and not a ten? Uh, inversely, what makes a one a one and not a two? Where are the lines between great work and masterpieces? 
I hate scoring systems. There you go. <laughs> I despise scoring systems. I don't think they're straightforward. Um, I, I, I put this. There to was you. a reason why we don't do scoring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put this to you. I think your issue right here is exactly the problem. Um, what makes a nine or a ten? A ten or a nine? A, what makes a one, a two, or a one? You know, one of the biggest things is. Um, Think of it this way. If you grew up and you watched Sailor Moon and you thought that was the greatest show ever and you gave it a 10 and then three years later you watch Dragon Ball Z and you think that's the greatest show ever. Is Sailor Moon suddenly less of a show because it's not quite a 10 and Dragon Ball Z is a 10? Um, what about five years later when you watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and that's a 10? Is Dragon Ball Z suddenly not a 10? Is it does that make Sailor Moon suddenly an eight? I mean, the the problem is is as you as you shift your your standards, does the does the shows that you already hold in esteem suddenly less uh held in esteem? Is it because they are less of a show or is it because you hold them in less of esteem? It's all personal, and that is the biggest problem with a scoring system. My 10 is not necessarily Andrew's 10. Andrew's 10 is not necessarily your 10. And you're never going to have a uh, a an, a system that captures everything. It's never going to happen. It's 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 I'm not going to say it's impossible. Maybe someday somebody'll come up with the perfect system that'll that'll blow us all away and we'll like why didn't we know about this 20 years ago or 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 40 years ago? Because technically anime has been around for forever now. Um, why didn't we have that system way back then? It was fun because um, coming from a video game re- reviewing background, I've done some video game reviews and I was I was really kind of in the cusp of a lot of these review sites and stuff. And so I was keeping track of a lot of them. Pulling information from a lot of them, um, there was a lot of discussions back and forth on rating systems, how they handle theirs, how I should handle mine, and it was funny because there was a few of them that were they had systems built into play that could be technically applied to animation. And the idea of like you take graphics and you put them in this this kind of category, and then you number it that way, and then you take enjoyment and you put this many points to it, and then you take sound and this many points to it gameplay this many points to it and then they all have their own calculated values and then they all kind of add together in this weird formula and that makes their number and i was like holy crap but what happens when you have this and the whole thing falls apart it's like well what if what if it's an indie game where they have an old pixel style it all falls apart it's like they they have these huge elaborate coding systems to make their score and then one thing can throw it completely off and they always have to put in these but if values into it to make sure that it doesn't fall apart but the thing that comes down to it in the end is it is it ends up becoming a personal choice and the reason why we stopped doing the rating systems as some might not not know is that we got to that point where you had either somebody was saying oh well you rated this this and you rated this this and i think this is better than this and they weren't looking at the contents of the actual review and eventually we got to the point where we're like, well, what's the point of the review besides maybe, you know, scoring aggregation sites, which technically, yeah, there was a couple of them when we first started the, this this website, but they weren't worth beans. I mean, yeah, technically for a gaming reviewer, it's probably more important because you can get onto 
these big, huge sites of movie, movie reviewer. You want to get on these big uh, reviewing uh, aggregation sites. But for anime, there really isn't something like that. And even if there was, I would really question if I really cared enough. I know, actually, technically, we do, we have gotten people contacting us about an aggregation site. And I'm like, it's not, I don't think it's even worth enough because there's not enough, there's not enough people to make it a thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it, there's no point to it. And I, I don't think there is a point to it. I have it set up on my, my anime list and you can go to my anime list and you'll probably see my little thing there. I literally say on there, I score my stuff, not for the purpose of comparing it to other people on this website. I literally use my scoring system on there for the sake of knowing personally where these things fall to each other. And it really is a case of like, yeah, a 10 isn't a perfect, there's no, there's not a perfect thing. A 10 is going to be something that I think is as close as perfect as you can probably get. Nine is going to be something that's just below there. It, what are you talking about? Shogun Roku is perfect. No, and then even Shogun <laughs> Roku was not perfect. Yes, it was. Um, there's not, there's not a single, I don't think there's a single anime out there that is perfect. And Wolf Children's pretty damn close. <laughs> but no, there's, there's not a perfect anime out there. And so it really just falls in the area of what I feel these things kind of, uh, relate to each other. And it's hard to say a one versus a two, but I can easily say what a nine is versus a 10. But even then it doesn't mean anything because it's my perspective, not anybody else's. So what's the point of it? Yeah. That's what, that's the point of a score system in general is it's what's the point of it. The only purpose I see a score system is, is if somebody consumes enough of your content and they know you through and through that they can easily judge your thoughts on something based on a score. And that's few and far between. So, yeah, pretty much 10 is a near perfect as perfect can be. And then a nine is I really, really loved it. That's about as close to a nine. What's a nine and what's a 10 to me? Yeah, like like I had especially... I think I have on the Lily on the site, it's like 10 is, uh, in my view, a masterpiece, perfect, close to perfection. Nine is like, I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece, but it's damn near close it kind of thing. So it's easy to kind of, it's easy to kind of backpedal it. But that, like I said, again, that, that falls in the category where it's kind of just hard to go for that. Cause I think, I think a five is, is not a bad show. It's just kind of, it's in the middle. It's a meh. I think that's what I particularly have on there is meh. Yeah, I would say four is kind of, this is kind of annoying, but I don't hate it. Ten, amazing classic. Nine, nearly perfect. Eight, loved. Seven, great. Six, enjoyed it a lot. Five, as entertaining. Four, as decent. Three, as in lacking. Two, as in bad. And one, as being the worst. There's my rating system. <laughs> but like I said, I don't, I don't, I even hate having ratings on my anime list because I know that my list here is for personal reference. I do those ratings for personal reference so that when I look through the list for when I'm doing like a, a genre analysis podcast, I know where I can kind of stand with the shows and if they're at the time that I watch them amazing classics or whatever. Of course, I, I think I'll know what amazing classic is even after a while. But it as a scoring system, I know that not everybody's, and that's what makes these score aggregating things really annoying, is I know that every there's a lot of people that think a five is a terrible show. I know that a lot of people think that a seven is a terrible, like you rate something a seven and somebody comes back and says, you gave that show a seven? That means you hate it. And like, no, that's great to me. <laughs> it's just not loved, nearly perfect, or amazing classic. So it's, it's, 
it's never, yeah, there's never going to be an answer that's going to be satisfying for anybody, but hopefully that helps you out in understanding why we didn't do that. We dropped scoring systems. Um, we were even doing a five star because that was as cl- that was the least painful to do. Because I think when you get to ten, it even makes it more complicated. So, I don't know. Maybe we should bring it back just so we can create controversy and bring people in just to maybe. bash our numbers that we put <laughs> the things. Let's let's frustrate them by just doing the thumbs up and thumbs down. That's thumbs where it gets up. good. Yeah, that's when it screws or up we the can aggregating bring, sites. Bring back the Cabot pause again. That's what I'm saying. That was a five. The five pause score. <laughs> The, the five paws out of five, or out of five. Anyways, I guess we can wrap it up. Things with that. We hope you guys enjoyed this little bit of discussional podcast episode. Thanks, Full Metal P- Senpai, for giving us the great questions. Why do I want to say Full Metal Panic when I say your damn name? <laughs> Anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed, and y'all take care. Oh.